right, I got a confession. In 2000, in between the years of 2019 to somewhere at the beginning of 2020, I started to put on weight. I put on exactly 20 pounds and my body fat percentage went up. And the weight that I gained was completely by accident and it wasn't the kind of weight that I wanted. So I wasn't trying to bulk and get yoked. I was just getting a little bit chubbier than my body needs to be at. However, I was able to fix that and lose those 20 pounds and lower my body fat percentage. So what led to a trainer who's been fit for years gaining weight and how was I able to acknowledge that and then fix it? Find out today on the Total Body Training Podcast. Welcome to Total Body Training. My name is John Carlos, and if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, then please click the subscription button. On this podcast, we go over fitness tips, trends, and tutorials to help you stay informed and get in shape. On with the podcast. All right, as I was saying, I gained 20 pounds in between the years of 2019 and 2020. And part of how this happened, part of what led to this is that during 2020, I started to grow total body training and started to grow my personal brand. And I started to take lots and lots of different projects on at the same time. So I was not only running my company, but I was also working strange hours. So I had added classes to our schedule here at Total Body Training that were starting at like 5.30 a.m. I was getting up at like 5 o'clock a.m. and rushing to work. I was eating on the fly because I wasn't getting enough sleep. So what would happen is is that I would sometimes go to bed at like almost 12 and then teach a class that starts at 5.30 a.m. In addition to that, I had also taken on a an agent. I had started doing acting because during 2019, Total Body Training had gotten some recognition from local TV stations. We'd been featured on Ken's Five and I had been asked to go on TV shows talking about the thing that I'm most passionate about, which is fitness, health, and wellness. And oddly enough, when I started adding on these things, my life started to get difficult and I started to gain weight and I started to ignore that. But let me back up. So I actually went out to Austin every day. I had an I had I had an agent during 2019 and 2020 that was giving me opportunities to get jobs and commercials and it was awesome. I got to try out for multiple commercials for different companies like HEB, Jackson Hewitt, Facebook. I actually got some of these jobs. They were well-paying gigs. And I was driving to Austin or driving to random parts of San Antonio or Texas while during my day in between training people and during that process what happened is is that I started to get these great jobs I started to make this awesome money but I was sacrificing my health in the process because I was trying to grow my personal brand through doing these commercials and grow my brand identity through putting my face out on TV so I had every good intention with doing this with being on TV and getting people's eyes and attention on me however the problem is is that I was starting to stretch myself thin and I very quickly started to put on weight because I was eating food on the fly instead of eating my regular schedule. I eat meal prepped plans. I follow a very specific regimen for my nutrition where I base to maintain the weight that I'm at or you know I cut or I bulk. It's wherever I'm at with my decisions for my goals for those you know few months that I'm I'm training. And what happened is is that I 
broke all of those protocols that I had built those really good habits because I was going to do a Facebook commercial and at the Facebook commercial there was food and it was the only food that was available because I hadn't prepped correctly and I was tired and I had been there all day on the set of a commercial and then I would have to rush back to San Antonio at like 3.30 and then teach a class at 4.30 and it's about an hour distance or an hour drive. Sometimes I would get stuck in traffic. I was showing up late to my classes. Essentially, I was just messing up and dropping the ball with my physical fitness but also with how I was running my company and this was unintentional. I was not intending to do this but I let this go on for too long and I noticed that I was gaining a few pounds but I thought I can fix this. It's no big deal, a couple pounds is something that's solvable and it totally is and there's nothing wrong with gaining weight. I don't wanna fat shame people. However, this started to interfere with my ability to relax, my ability to feel comfortable in clothing. I started to feel tired and sluggish because I wasn't giving myself proper rest. I didn't like how my body felt. I was slowly inching up on the scale and the worst part, a key problem here, is that I was ignoring it. So I was aware that I was gaining weight but I kept avoiding stepping on a scale or checking my body fat percentage. And I knew down in my heart that because I wasn't eating correctly and that because I wasn't working out correctly, I was gaining more and more weight and I was just in a state of denial for a couple of months. And then right before COVID started, I, and then, no, I should say, and then COVID hit and I suddenly wasn't able to go to jobs anymore off of you know, going to try out for commercials in Austin that my agency had given me. I also had picked up other hobbies at the time. For example, I was doing, I was a part of the improv community comedy scene here in San Antonio. So all of a sudden, all these other tasks that I had picked up were not available to me because most of these businesses were closed and total body training also was closed. So suddenly I had to pivot my company and go to an online model. And I also had a lot of downtime with just focusing on my company and just focusing on me. And the moment that happened, I started stepping on the scale and I was not happy with what I saw. I was inching towards 200 pounds and you know that it's not that a person my height at 200 pounds is a problem, but for my frame and the kind of weight that I was gaining, it was a problem. I'm about 5'11", 200 pounds is not a lot on my frame, but 200 pounds and with it being in fat and not muscle, is. And so what happened is, is that I got up to 197.4 pounds and my body fat went from somewhere in the neighborhood of like 9 to 10 up to 16% body fat. And that's when I knew that I needed to make some changes. <laughs> I did what everybody does for the first two weeks of coronavirus or what everybody did where I kind of drank and I ate food that I normally wasn't doing. So it's not that during the time period that I was going to Austin and auditioning for commercials and doing improv that my diet was somehow crazy. So like I was still eating healthy, it's just that I was eating more than I was used to eating and I wasn't getting proper sleep. And not getting proper sleep affects your hormones, it affects your ability to burn fat. Not working out consistently also affects your hormones, it affects your ability to burn fat, it affects your ability to build muscle. You start breaking down that muscle tissue that you had at one point, you start losing 
losing it. All of these things, this concoction of bad choices started to deteriorate what I had worked on to build up for years. And then I decided once COVID started, I drank for about two weeks and I just not, <laughs> that sounds bad. I did not drink for about two weeks. I was drinking on and off like lots of people because at first COVID felt like it was this extended spring break vacation for everybody. But then I figured out that it wasn't going to end. <laughs> right now it's September and it's still not over, but we ended up being quarantined for, I believe two months and total body training was closed for almost three months, I think. So the first two weeks felt like a vacation, but then it was like, oh shit, like I've got to pivot. So I pivoted my company, but I'm not going to talk about that here. The biggest pivot I'm going to talk about is what I was able to do with my body starting in May. So in May, I decided on May 8th, I am no longer going to do this. I'm going to change what's going on with my body and with my nutrition. And I'm going to start getting back on a solid workout regimen. <clears throat> this was a piece of cake. I love working out. I never quit working out. It's just that I wasn't working out the way that my body needs. So I wasn't working out about four to five days a week. Personally, I work out six days a week. You know, for a beginner or someone that might sound like it's too much, but it's actually not four or five hours of working out a week is not too much. Most of us watch more hours of TV or hang out with friends and things like that for more than four or five hours a week. Sometimes we hang out with people for more than that on the weekend. And <clears throat> sometimes we drink more often than we do work out, right? So at that time, I decided, hey, I'm going to get some help. And I reached out to a nutrition coach over at Renaissance Periodization. I don't feel that I necessarily needed. I didn't feel like I necessarily absolutely needed a coach, but I felt like that's something that would hold me accountable because I had let, I had lapsed so much with what I was doing with my nutrition, with my diet. I really felt that having that extra guidance would be a huge help to me. That's what I offer to other people. I offer people help with their guidance, with their fitness. And I thought that because I had lapsed, that it would be a huge benefit to me to hold, to have someone there to hold me accountable to make sure that I'm hitting my goals. So I started with a nutrition coach and I just started going back to my, my regular workout regimen, building programs. And over the course of three months, we did a three month cut and I went from 197 pounds down to let's see, 180. So on May 8th, I went from 197.4 197.4 pounds and 16% body fat. And then on August 22nd, I got down to 180 pounds, um, which is a 17.4% pound weight loss and 12.9% body fat. So I did that over the course of about three months. Now, actually since then, I am maintaining weight and I've gotten down to 176 pounds. So uh, today is September 18th. I weighed in this morning at 176 pounds. So I am below 100 and I've lost more than 20 pounds. So I am back at where I was before this. My body fat percentage, as I was saying on August was 12.9. I'm going to assume that it's probably lower than that. It's probably like 11 right now. We're inching towards 10. I haven't taken my body fat. I'm not obsessive about that, not at this point. But here's the deal, y'all. Any of us, no matter how dedicated we've been to our fitness, can 
accidentally gain weight or get out of shape. And some of us have been accidentally <laughs> gaining weight or stayed at a certain body that isn't the body that we want. And I'm here to tell you that you can change that. And one key thing that can really help you is having somebody hold you accountable and taking responsibility for what you're doing and changing your behaviors. I went out the moment that I felt that this had gotten out of control and I sought some help. So I got Christy to help me out over at Renaissance Periodization and that held me accountable. The investment that I was making in paying someone to help me, a lot of people, do, the investment that I was making to have someone help me held me accountable financially, but it also held me accountable mentally. Here I was investing $200 a month, which is actually what my clients invest in me, $200 a month just to have them check in on me and have them uh, build a customized nutrition plan for me helped me out drastically. How many of you are out there that need some kind of nutrition plan or need to make some kind of lifestyle change but aren't doing it because you're not willing to make a financial investment? I assure you that if you set aside some of the money that you are spending on food or partying or drinking or things like that, that you will probably have the money to invest in a trainer or in a nutritionist. You would be surprised what taking away your bad habits and replacing them with good habits will do, how much money, I should say, you'll be surprised how much money you actually spend on your bad habits and how you could just simply switch over and allow someone else to help you in the process. But so few people are willing to make that connection. I sit down with people all the time who say, oh, you charge way too much for your training. Look, <clears throat> do I charge a little bit more than the cheapest places? Yeah, but I charge the industry standard and we offer way better programs than 99% of places. I am heck sure of that. I am so sure of that. And you've got to be willing to make some kind of financial investment, whether it's with someone like myself or whether it's with somebody that is cheaper. No matter what, holding yourself financially accountable will help you. And the more money you spend on something, the more likely you are to use it. So my, my suggestion here is that if you're trying to lose weight, you find someone who is ahead of you with their skill set to help you get in the shape that you want to get in. And that's what RP did for me. The next one is really recognizing where you failed. I took complete accountability for what had happened. It was entirely my fault because I had reprioritized my life in a way that wasn't prioritizing my health. How many of us are willing to reprioritize our life so that health is at the top of that? Some of us think, well, if I do that, then I'm taking away from time with friends and family. <clears throat> If we're going to budget time, then I assume or I guess that we could make the that we could land on this idea that by going to take 35 or 45 minutes or an hour of your day once a day, four times or even three times a week is taking away from your friends and family. But when you take care of yourself, when you prioritize yourself, your fitness, your health, your life, your mind, you will be able to be there for the people that you love in the long term because you've made commitments to taking care of yourself. How long can you be there for people when you don't take care of yourself? How present are you really if you don't feel good? This was an issue that was going on with me. I remember feeling tired constantly because I wasn't getting rest. I remember feeling kind of 
sick and bloated because I wasn't eating well. I was irritable. All of these things. If you experience these things, if your baseline for living is living in a way that doesn't feel very good, then are you really there in your fullest for your friends and family? No. I would make the argument that you're sort of there. And I think that what you can do to really <clears throat> help out or be there for people is take care of yourself first and then help those other people out. You will be a beacon of light in these people's lives in ways that you never thought you could be when you take care of yourself. This essentially is the end of the podcast. I want you to know that I am very committed to what I've been doing with my health, my body, and my mind. I've changed a lot of other lifestyle factors, and I'm going to talk about it in a future podcast. And I hope y'all got something out of this. Remember that my point here is that any of us can fall out of shape, but only some of us will decide to change that, even though it's entirely within your potential to make lifestyle changes that will make you feel better. All right, people. Until next time. Peace.